0: KBZE Booze League Radio is on the air.
1: Booze League
0: Radio. Wiley Withers. The Commission. Stephen Orr. Otter. This is the Boozecast. Broadcasting live from the Booze League HQ.
1: Alcohol. Is the anesthesia by which we endure the operation of life. Welcome, everybody,
0: to the Booze Cast. I'm Steven, your beloved Otter. With me always is the Commish.
1: What's up, Otter? Yeah, what's going on? How are you doing? I am more than fantastic. All right, you ready to do some drinking? I am more than ready to do some drinking. You ready to do
0: that other thing, too?
1: Uh, There's those big grains falling. Those? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, like that talking about stuff. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, we are definitely ready. So what do we have on the menu for today? So today we are going to go through the news with you. I'm excited to see what you've brought to the table. Of course, we always have during football season the old booze and tug update. The old booze and tug update. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about that Miami Dolphins coach. We have the, uh, the first ever uh, booze league sports report. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, <laughs> That particular coach out there, um,
0: does it smell good?
1: <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing he's sniffing pie. I don't know. Um, and then we're actually going to talk a lot about drinking customs around the world. Everyone's got their own, um, and and we're going to go kind of into what people do around the world, and uh, we will go from there. But first, otter.
0: I am thirsty. Are you thirsty, sir? I am
1: thirsty. Would you like a beer? I would love a beer. Let's get it, Earl.
0: The Beer of the Day.
1: So the Beer of the Day today is 7.3%. It's got an IBU of 57 and an untapped score of 3.86. It is an India Pale Ale. And today's Beer of the Day is... From one of our favorite breweries down in San Diego. Vengeful Spirit IPA from Stone Brewing Company. We so, sure
0: love our IPAs.
1: Well, I, 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 clearly everybody does. Um, <laughs> and, well, you know what? Here, let's just open these up real quick. And take you know. Vengeful Spirit IPA. This is a tropical, unfiltered IPA that Stone says was, quote-unquote, sent from the gods. Now, they mention that they tend to, like, Brewing these beers on a theme. In 2007, they did black IPAs. 2008, they did Belgian-influenced IPAs. They say that more than once, there's been a triple IPA. But with this one, they say, and I quote, With Stone Vengeful, IPA, vengeful Spirit IPA, we employ a bit of tropical mythology to pay homage to our ever-present gargoyle. Since 1996, he's had our backs and yours by representing an aggressive intolerance for commoditized beer So um, it's got uh, Hercules Mosaic Hercules 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 Mosa- Mosaic, Laurel and Mandarina Bavaria hops along with pineapple and mandarin orange
0: yeah, I definitely get a lot of that that mandarin orange on there. Yeah,
1: there there is uh, it's it's super tropical. Sleep, super tropical. That is yeah, that is that's is quite nice. Like I feel like some IPAs are sipping IPAs. I feel like this is one of those. Mm-hmm. Like whether and I don't know where you would sip it, maybe by a pool or something. It's seven point three, so after like <laughs> you got to sip it
0: close by to more.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> exactly because you are going to have to get some more eventually. Yeah. Um, but no, this is this is actually a really good IPA. I really like the cans. Um, I think they're it's it's kind of like the, the Stone Gargoyle in a uh, tiki kind of look, I guess. Yeah. No, I like these This is good So the band we're listening to To go along with this beer today Is Band of Horses This song is Is There a Ghost? See what I did there Vengeful Spirit I figured Ooh. since we're now Into October Vengeful Spirit Is There a Ghost in My House? I figured it's a good way To kind of kick it off beer. I'd rather do this Than Pumpkin Ales Because Kiss My Ass Pumpkin Ales um, Band of Horses Started in 2004 They have five studio albums Since then Not that many They release them Very occasionally this particular song we're listening to now, Is There a Ghost, came off of 2007's Cease to Begin, which I, I feel like it was a lot sooner than that, or a lot more recent than that, but it's not. Um, founded by Ben Bridwell, he is still the only remaining original member in the band from 2004, and Infinite Arms from 2010 is their most successful, and I don't I, I don't have any audio from that particular album, I don't actually... Off the top of my head, I'm sure if I heard a song off that, um, I'd know what it is. But um, so if he's if he's the founding member
0: and he's the only original mm-hmm. member, is it really the same band? Like, it like, is it still are Band you, of
1: Horses? You're saying it's Band of Horse?
0: <laughs> well, I mean Band of Horse plus you know like a mare and a donkey maybe.
1: I, well, I almost kind of think, uh, and I'd have to look this up, but I almost wonder if it's one of those things he started it, got known, and then you got a uh, kind of a set lineup in. After that, because that song we just heard, which is the first song from them that I heard, was 2007. Three years later, maybe in that time, we got some new people in there. I don't know. I did. I didn't do a whole lot of research into it. Um, I was drinking while I was writing it, so. <laughs> <You> <laughs> that would surprise do? me. <laughs> I know. I do. I know it's shocking. Absolutely shocking. Um, but yeah, there we are. So uh, that is our beer of the day: uh, Vengeful Spirit IPA from Stone. I personally would you recommend it? Yes or no? I would. Yeah, I definitely. recommend it as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. We consider this one a win. Uh, Three point eight untapped. Uh, Three point eight six untapped score. I'm in. Like I like it. I like yeah. it a lot, and I love the cans. So, anyway, so now that we are into that, and now that we're actually drinking, um, maybe it's time we took care of some business. Round one. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll have a beer. I think I am having a beer. Same. <laughs> I think I'll have a couple. <laughs> I might have more than this one. In fact, I'm gonna have another three on top of this one. That sound is so good every time I hear it. Oh yeah. I'm all good. So um, that yeah. sound like you know like the the
0: cracking of the can. I imagine it's the same for, like, you know, someone, like, to a dog. Like, when someone knocks on the door or opens the box of treats. Your ears
1: perk up a little bit. (laughs)
0: like, and I get immediately thirsty. I'm like, who's got the beer? Who's got the beer? I'm, like, looking around frantically, breathing heavy.
1: (laughs) I kind of feel that given the size of the universe, the one sound universally that, I'm going to say at least every male and probably half of the females in the entire universe, when that sound happens, they look.
0: Yeah, they're like, ooh. Who's got it?
1: Yeah, they're like, who? It could be like, you know, they have like all tentacles or something and like four eyes and they're all green or whatever, but that sound happens. They want, they're like, who? They want some beer. Just saying? So anyways, well, uh, that is the news for our uh, Vengeful Spirit IPA. Now we're on to news with our everyone's favorite otter, uh, Stephen the Otter Orth.
0: the globe to bring you all the news that's fit to booze too this is the booze line news with KBC's intrepid pub reporter stephen the Otto or booze league radio so when you spend a uh, spend like the majority of nights drinking what's your uh number one thing that you get
1: hangover yeah
0: <laughs> oh man, and kids, more
1: so the older I get. So and, <laughs> and they can be pretty bad
0: too, right?
1: Oh, they're they're terrible. Like, man, terrible. I remember be, back back when I was in college. Like,
0: man, I would drink all all day, all night. I'd wake up, do it all over again. I never had like a single hangover until like I graduated and I didn't drink as much as the college days, and then I started getting quote unquote old.
1: Quick, quick little uh, fun fact here. For my 21st birthday, I was the first one to turn 21 out. All my friends, I drank a whole bottle of Jaeger that night. Dear God. Uh, ended up in a strip club because we couldn't go to a bar because no one else was 21. And I woke up the next day, kicking my heels, skipping down the road, no big deal. And everyone told me I'd have a huge hangover, and I'm like, I'm immune to hangovers. Little did I know what the future <laughs> held.
0: That just Yeah, that just comes with age. So uh, so have you heard of the name uh, si- Sison Lee? I've not heard Sison, Sisson. No. Sorry about your pronunciation and you got a difficult name. Um so he's a 26-year-old uh South South Korean. He comes from South South Korea. God, I don't know why. I'm having like it's like German for you. God damn, dude. Jeez. Yeah. Turns <laughs> out Korean. Anyway, not so your he thing. was a 26-year-old South Korean engineer from Tesla. He engineered a FDA compliant cure for hangovers. So, so, interesting, right? Yeah. I, a cure for hangovers. I
1: think I saw that headline on Facebook and thought it was clickbait. Like, I, I it was so unbelievable to me, I didn't believe it. So, he took a little trip back to South Korea
0: to visit some, like, relatives and friends and stuff. And mm. apparently, South Korea is known as, like, a huge partying place. Who would have thought? South I, Korea? I, I don't know. Been. Usually, people are going to be like, oh, let's go party for the weekend. Where do you want to go? Vegas?
1: I hear South Korea has nice South Korea this. must be nice <laughs> at this time of year.
0: <laughs> so they all just started like like drinking and drinking and drinking and he was like, Oh man, I'm gonna be like so hungover and then one of his friends gave him like this like this herbal drink and I don't know, like it sound it sounds kind of sketch to me, but apparently for like this super smart engineer, it's completely normal. Hmm. So he drank this thing and woke up completely hangover free. Hmm and he was saying like he he drank more than he had in like a long time and i don't know this guy's drinking habits i don't know exactly how much he drank but i had but two it glasses like of wine instead
1: of one i had twice as much as normal so yeah so basically he had
0: this magic drink that was only available in south korea so he he tried to like import some back and become mm-hmm. like a distributor and the company didn't want anything to do with them cuz it's just some random guy that they don't know like why do we want to go into sure. business with you or whatever so when he came back he uh he started finding like he looked up the ingredients or whatever they were and started like making his own recipe Mm. and to test it he actually said he went out and just completely drank like to the point of where like he didn't even remember drank some and he said he woke up fine and then like in the few test runs that he did he uh he was like you know what maybe i didn't drink hard enough so he went back and then he actually started videoing himself so that way he can watch him and make sure he was really drinking as much as he thought he was. And turns out like he started this uh, he started this company called the the Morning Recovery. Mm-hmm. And it's like the first ever FDA FDA compliant. So not like FDA approved, but compliant on its way. they he's hoping to get it like approved or whatever. So
1: you're saying it's essentially plan B for hangovers. Exactly. Nice beaver. Wow. Uh.
0: So I thought that was just like super cool, and he he wanted to do it as a side job, like you know, still working at Tesla, but you know, like when it started like taking off, like I guess he he put on like this uh this forum where he needed like x amount of people to try this because after he had already tested it on tested it on himself, he needed to like try it on like actual test subjects. Well, he
1: was getting blackout drunk and not remembering so, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So
0: I guess he got like a hundred times more people than he needed for his test group. So he had to like limit it down and he contacted like a broad <laughs> range of people and he was like, Hey, we want you to try it. And I guess it just started taking off and everyone's like, Oh my God, this stuff is amazing because okay. they would just drink themselves into oblivion, mm. drink this thing before they went to sleep and wake up and damn. Yeah. Okay. It does say it's one of those things where you have to drink before you go to bed. Like if you drink it while you're already hungover, I don't, it doesn't really talk about the, the facts on that. But hmm. so I guess you just have to be, you know, okay to the point where you remember to drink this before you pass Is out. Is it
1: available here in America yet? Uh, not... Can I get it later tonight?
0: <laughs> I don't think you can get it later tonight, but they are saying. Nope. It's
1: that... <laughs> exactly. kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer.
0: They're, they're still working on it, though. <laughs> Interesting fact, though. He says, uh, he's like, yeah, he was skipping work all the time and just drinking and stuff because eventually, like I said, he just had this as his own job. And he said over, like, the course of, like, planning and testing mm-hmm. and stuff, he gained 15 pounds from all the drinking.
1: <laughs> Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You tell me that alcohol can put on weight?
0: No, just when you drink, you start, you stop doing other things, like maintaining oh, like, okay. right. a gym regimen right. and right. well, stuff sh- like that. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> gym regimen, what's that? Melman would know.
1: <laughs> yeah, she said she would know. Melman. No, she does know. She's, like, at the gym all the time. <laughs> yeah. That old devil hooch has turned her into the unsightly person you see before you. False. It was CrossFit that turned her into the unsightly person we see before me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So uh, what do we got next?
0: So with all these uh, with all these different beers coming out, I mean, every, everywhere you look, there's there's a different type of beer, you know? Uh,
1: yeah. It, the the, the beer, uh, brewer that made the beer we're drinking today is guilty of that mm-hmm. very much.
0: So it's like, you know, all these different styles, all these especially different breweries and stuff. Mm. But let's talk about Loganitas, you know, okay. a brewery that everyone knows oh so very well. Yep. And they're they partnered up with this uh company uh Cannacraft Inc, which is a uh, so Loganitas based out of Petaluma, California. Mm. Cannacraft Inc is uh, based out of Santa Rosa and basically what they do is they're a cannabis extract manufacturing facility. So they extract terpenes from uh like marijuana basically so they make
1: Damn, we're getting different, all
0: scientific. Yeah, they make like different like oils and stuff from mm. like the weed. So you got like the CBD oils, uh, you got like THC or whatever. You know all that scientific stuff about marijuanas, mm. or as I like to say, marijuana. <laughs> anyway, so they they came out with
1: their Super Critical ale,
0: which is a hoppy beer that is brewed with terpenes from the cannabis.
1: Look, I'm no stranger to weed per se, but terpenes, I've never heard that term. What is a terpene? So, and is the uh, is terpenes or is a terpeni? Uh, Ter T E R P E N E S. I guess it's terpenes. Yeah, I've never I've never actually heard of a terpene before. But
0: so a terpene is basically an aromatic compound of essential oils that are extracted from various flowers, especially cannabis and hops. Oh, Okay. So you can extract terpenes from hops as well. It's oh, basically okay. just like oils that you derive from that. So the CBD oil, which is a uh, CBD, is um stands for can slibidabidabu, slibidabidabu, slibidabidabu. Right, CBD CBD, whatever it stands for, uh,
1: cannabinoid. Uh, it's like uh, I don't know. I had it written down somewhere but there's a lot of words and <laughs> not a
0: lot of focus. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, can Cannabidial. Cannabidial, that's it. Cannabidial, Can-tab- banking- okay. Uh, but yeah, so...
1: I've, I, I, I apologize. I don't usually have to conjugate the word cannabis. So that was, I don't... That's yeah. a passive progressive Beep-up, beep-up, anonymous. Yeah, I don't...
0: Damn, you give him all the easy ones. <laughs> <laughs> dilly dilly. <laughs> so yeah, so they came out with the Super Critical uh, which is a hoppy beer brewed with basically weed. And... Being from like the Petaluma Santa Rosa area, there's a lot of that place is popular for a lot of wineries and a lot of stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, it sparked this whole thing of like, hey, you know, like if you can infuse weed with beer, like what can we do like with wine or like wine and Mm -hmm. stuff like that? So it actually led to uh, Legion of Bloom, which is a winery up there. They introduced a sparkling wine infused. Great name, yeah. Legion Legion of of Bloom. Legion of
1: Bloom is a great name.
0: Yeah, they introduced a sparkling wine infused with terpines from a strain of weed that was cultivated solely in the, the Russian River Valley. Nice. So so this beer doesn't contain THC. So I guess the CBD, it's all like completely legal and stuff, but they still have to kind of tread lightly because it's not legal at the federal level. So I guess it's mm-hmm. only going to be available in cert, like, select marketplaces in Southern California. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Loganitas is no stranger. They they already put out like a super stoner friendly vibe, mm. and you you going back to like the uh, that undercover shutdown ale that they put out, which was a uh, it was that cr- commemorative beer to that the the ABC. Did you ever hear that? No, <laughs> no. Oh yeah. So Loganitas, like the owner and everyone, like after like work and stuff, they would all pass around a bunch of joints and they would just smoke a bunch of weed. Mm. And I guess there was like an undercover. Um, what do you call it? Like. The ABC agent, the alcohol beverage control, a spook. Uh, Yeah, spook. He was uh, (laughs) a he was like undercover working there, and when he handed him the weed, then they busted him, and they actually shut. They were supposed to shut them down for I think it was like a year or two, but they ended up just shutting them down for like shutting down Lagunitas, shutting down Lagunitas Brewery because they were so big, and he he they busted him for like you know handing out weed to all his employees. Yeah, so um. Instead, they actually just got shut down for, I think, like 60 days, or it was just like only a couple of months. Mm. And in that time, they said they couldn't brew. So what they did, they actually bought a whole bunch of more tanks, and they actually bulked up their brewing like facility. Mm. So when they were back in business, they were actually able to brew a lot more beer. So it actually helped their business, if you think about it. Perfect. And then they brewed this beer called the Under- Undercover Investigation Shutdown Ale. And I actually... Um, actually had some of that cuz they still brew it like as a seasonal beer mm. and on the bottle it I can't remember exactly what it says but it has this little caption which basically is like a huge like screw you to that undercover agent <laughs> and it's like hey you know what you tried to shut us down but guess what you just made us bigger yeah so wow but yeah talking about the cannabis beers there's There's a few other, I mean, I'm sure there's numerous out there, but a few of the ones that I was able to find uh, by Humble Brewing up Northern California, they have their hemp ale, which is brewed with uh, toasted hemp seeds, which creates a unique and delicious herbal flavor. Nice. Um, And that one's actually won a few, like numerous awards, including a gold at the LA County Fair. Oh, nice. So I mean, that was pretty big, especially like a small town like Northern California Brewery coming down to the Mm. LA County Fair. Um, another one is the the Two Flowers by Coalition Brewing, which is mm-hmm. up in Oregon. They have their it was the first ever commercially produced CBD hemp infused beer, um, and they actually say ten ounces of beer contains five milligrams of CBD. Now, the exact milligram levels, I don't know how much CBD is needed to do what. whatever
1: happened to THC.
0: Well, I guess C- CBD is more of like the body and like the health kind of like THC is more of like the psychoactive part that kind of makes your oh, mind okay. go and stuff. So CBD is more of like the body high function. Gotcha. Okay. So CBD is what usually people use like medicinally and stuff. Or like gotcha. when you get like the like the marijuana oils or whatever, it's more CBD because that's more like like I guess okay. it's like healthier for oh. you and for your body. Um. So you also got the Hemp Hop Rye by O'Fallon Brewery out of
1: Hemp Hop. What you got?
0: I know, right? Out of Mo, oh. and that's a uh, Missouri, I believe, okay. the state abbreviation of Mo. It's Missouri.
1: Mo is Mo, Mo, Missouri. Show Missouri. me Mo. It's the Show show me, show me More state. All right. So yeah, show they uh, Mo.
0: they also brew with uh, toasted hemp seeds. Um, you've got, and this is kind of probably one of my favorite ones, the Stoner Duck.
1: Stoner Duck <laughs> by a Venice
0: Venice Duck Brewery, which is out of Los Angeles, um, and I guess they say that. Their advertising is what really gets you on the beer, because okay. they come out with like some crazy graphics and stuff. Um, you got also got the opportunity knocks.
1: I see what they did. there. What's
0: that knocking at the door? I think it's opportunity.
1: Opportunity.
0: <laughs> so that's a uh, another Oregon brewery, Caldera Brewing Company, American ale with grapefruit and grassy aromas. Also brewed with uh, CBD. And then another good name is a General Washington Secret Stash. By the Dad and Dudes Breweria out of Denver.
1: Oh. Oh. So. Not another, to be confused with the dudes out here in California.
0: Correct. Yeah. It's the Dad and Dudes Breweria.
1: Breweria. Breweria. Okay.
0: So I think they might have like some nice enchiladas as well. I would hope. Uh, so yeah. Another CBD infused beer. Uh, this one, one full pint contains four milligrams. And I got a little quote here from the co-owner of the Dad and Dudes Breweria, Mason this Says a uh, can it cannabinoids cbd is a miracle compound and i thought it would be a responsible choice to put them into the beer they are an antioxidant and a neuroprotectant that i have that have a lot of health benefits so i don't know it's kind of an interesting thing to see where the uh the whole marijuana slash hop thing is going because they are like related to each other so
1: well and in colorado you're getting more of the 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 weed tasting almost, I almost like wine tasting or beer tasting. That uh, that has become the next. And, and that makes sense be, given that weed is viewed as a more natural. It's not like you're out like doing crack tasting or something. It's yeah. like, okay, you got wine. Hey,
0: can I try these two types, uh, these four types of meth, please?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I would take the blue and uh, two of the whites. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, oh, you got some red? Cool. <laughs> but um, no, that, that's, uh, I'll be interested to see where that goes as regulations kind of move along um, yeah, especially as it starts, yes, yeah,
0: federally. I mean, they it, still have to be careful know, with like no. their distribution. But as it starts becoming Given legal more places, yeah, I think it's going to be weird to see. I mean, because weeds always had a bit of a stigma on it from like society and stuff. So right. it's kind of kind of interesting to see how that's all going to play out. But
1: all right. So um, with that being said, yes, is it time for the next round?
0: Yeah, is that oral coming this way right now.
1: Yeah, here he comes. Yeah.
0: Round two. I'll have another. It's a drop. Cool. <laughs> I'm slamming him tonight. Utah, give me two.
1: Boy, I do oh. enjoy this beer. Yeah, I'm I'm actually, um, the more, well, obviously it's 7.3, the more I drink it, the more I like it. <laughs> right. You know, I'm going to self-report here as well. I had one as I was setting up the podcast tonight, so uh, I'm doing okay. Feeling pretty good. Well, I would hope so. How you feeling there, buddy? I'm oh, feeling fantabulous. Feeling, oh, feeling good. So we're going to move on now um, to uh, the weekly. Um, the old booze and tug update. The old booze and tug update. Wait, hold on here. I got I got a cheers, uh, cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: I like how you're getting better
1: at that. Cheers, the old otter. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. dilly, dilly. All right, I feel better about that. Um, all right, so let's move on to the old booze and tug update. So, the
0: main update is my team took a shit. Yeah, well, you know but what? The, I didn't shit.
1: You got you to gotta look at the bigger picture here in that um, you still don't suck as bad as the unfiltered gentleman. So,
0: easy for you to say, Mr. Undefeated.
1: I, it is pretty easy for me to say, I'm not going right. to lie. Um, have, did you listen to their latest uh, podcast, The Untitled Gentlemen? I, I didn't. Oh, uh, they they tried to delve deep into shit talking, but the problem is they're not that good at fantasy football, and so they'd be like, and "They're not that yeah, good at shit talking." Those asshats at Booze League Just keep beating us They're uh, kicking our ass. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so here's the Week Five results. Uh, Tug Jones, Tug Jones, who was on our last draft, was the last draft. Nah, Porn shop with a uh, two ago. Uh, the gentleman's tug. The gentleman's tug. Draft number eight. Go out and check it out on iTunes if you haven't already. Uh, tug Jones, uh, the um, uh, the Greg Jones of the Unfiltered Gentleman, so we call him Tug. Uh, got 114 points. Number two, Darby the Booze Hound. What's up now? The freaking Booze Hound came in at number two with 103 points. Your beloved Kamish, number three with ninety-two, and then Otter. You tied with Tug Scott for ninety points. I was supposed to do good this week too. I I know I know I know. Is, this is this is good fantasy old ben football. Ben worth worthless burger. <laughs> yeah, Ben uh, interception burger. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry about that. So you tied with Scott. Both you and Scott lost because I know I beat Scott. Uh, I think you lost to Tug Jones at 114, I The did. Guru. The gr- Jeff, the Guru Grey, uh, 88 number 5, uh technically number 6, going to get down to it. Uh, then Dan and then uh, Dan's beard. That means Dan beat his beard. Dan did beat his beard, For but once. you know <laughs> you know what he didn't beat? Anybody else controlling a team. So once again, <laughs> we're on week 5 and this is number 3. So Out of five times that we've done this award, the Charlie Sheen Award, um, freaking Dan has won it three out of those five times. You can do your own math on that. I think that's what? Is that 60%? I think that's 60%. Three out of five? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, 60%. Bro, I don't even know, dude. I I went to USISP. I don't do math. But I can tell you this. Because
0: it's like if I drank three out of five of my beers, I still have 40% of them left.
1: I'm going to take your word for that. Um, (laughs) I think we've done, like, don't you remember when we did this math before? Yeah, we talked
0: about how you went to UCSB, so now whenever I need you to do math, I relate it to booze-related something. True. Yes.
1: Good point, and well done. (laughs) But uh, after five weeks, Booze League is still in the lead by 31 points. Uh, Well, this week we won by 31 points. Overall, we're up by 220, which is the highest. I'm almost embarrassed at this point, to even, like, say these words uh, about what they're doing.
0: Man, that's just mean.
1: I hate even telling them where we're at with this. The Charlie Sheen Award goes to Dan. Second week in a row. Three total wins now. He lost to my dog, my darling booze hound, Darby. He lost to him. There's not much he could have done to avoid sucking. If you look at his bench, he's just terrible. I think we're kind of on a trend here. So, um Buddy? Uh, Dan, Tug Dan, uh, this is for you. Winning the Carlos Erwin Estevez Memorial Award for Shitting the Bed. We might need to rename that to like you the Tug, tug Dan Award Charlie. for Shitting the Bed. Or just we the, the Dan Shit Award. <laughs> well, let's call it the Tug Award. I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks. I don't know what. Clearly, they weren't the uh, win at the uh, Fantasy Football uh, rocks.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did not have any of those.
1: So uh, that is the old booze and tug update uh, here on, um, was this, Thursday? So we'll see what happens after this week. I haven't checked. When we have a game going on right now, I haven't even bothered checking at this point. So I don't know how we're doing. I assume we're winning just based on trends yeah. <laughs> at this point. I will say this, though. Uh, the Unfiltered Gentlemen, uh, God bless them. They're looking for inspiration Tug Jones found some inspirational video that strung together with with a background of the most inspirational music you've heard, all the best um, from speeches from movies, from the you know the sport like the the locker room speeches. Yeah, strung them all together for like two minutes, and they played it on their last podcast, and it was freaking hilarious. Oh, I was wow. laughing for two reasons: one, it was dramatic, and two, I doubt it'll help him. so (laughs) um yeah may the
0: fantasy gods be with us
1: (laughs) god bless you if you can make that work so anyways that is the old booze and tug update the old booze and tug update you can check it out i'm going to uh text uh text i'm gonna text you all i'm gonna do a group text just a big text because you know everybody loves humongous just dripping (sighs) wet text everybody loves group text
0: man that's just mean
1: we're gonna post it out on twitter and also on the draft page if you're listening on itunes or iheart radio go to boozeleague.com um go to the boozecast section look up this draft draft number 10 we have a link directly there to you and on that note actually we've gotten a few uh text from or uh, text again why do i keep saying that text, to text how text dumb text am text.
0: i, <laughs> I mean, you want me to answer you... that
1: damn! i am a Dumb mofo. No, uh, Twitter. We've got a few Twitter's tweets in direct... A few twexts. God damn it, dude. Seriously? You didn't actually say that, but you said Twitter tweets. Twext. We've got a few twext in. Got a few twats? <laughs> well, not yet. There's big grains falling. So we've got a few, uh, some communications from uh, our listeners. How's that?
0: Communications. I love it. <laughs> Somehow I can
1: throw more syllables into it and it works. Um, we've got some communications from our listeners and they want to know... The link. So I've sent them out the link. So and specifically, they're like, "We want to know how Otter is doing." People, people love the Otter, and they want Pe- to know. People ask. People ask people, about people, me. People want to know. This, this
0: I don't. I don't do the trying. whole uh, Twitter sphere. So I
1: don't, people want to know. They're like, "Hey, what's the link to the league so that we can keep up with the Otter?" People want to know about the Otter. People want to know. That's so sweet. The young love otter you all is guys. bound to make new
0: acquaintances.
1: The young otter is bound to make new acquaintances. Sir. Also, so, for
0: the record, I am just. An otter. You don't have to refer to me as a sea otter. We all know otters live in the sea.
1: There's no river otters. I think they're river rats. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just so you know, people are looking after you on this whole fantasy football thing. So um, you are here's where uh, I make my comeback. You are taken weekend. care of. But on that note as well, please send us. Um, you know, you can tag us in, in on Twitter and tweets. Um, in Instagram and BoozeCast.
0: You can tag us in texts if you find a way to.
1: <laughs> if you can. <laughs> Apparently I'm fond of text. But uh, send us in, uh, you know, shoot us a listener email, BoozeCast at BoozeLeague.com. Uh, contact us on Twitter. We'll engage with you. We'll talk about it. If you have comments on today's show or anything else we're doing, you know, let us know, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you definitely about it. I will and,
0: say, for the, for the Booze and Tug League, yeah, I do have the best running back the and the best kicker and tug in the league. Update. So, who's your kicker? Uh, Gostkowski.
1: Oh, Gostkowski. Yeah, there's no he better kicker. It. Oh, dude,
0: he's going to be my every year. He's going to be my number one pick.
1: Um, literally everybody says that. And dude. then I got Fournette. That guy can run, dude. Uh, dude, I think we have converted <laughs> you to a fantasy football guy.
0: Yeah, I'm still not a football fan though. I just like I, the I fantasy know. part. I'm I like, know. I'm like Taco from the league. Actually, no. Yeah, I'm kind of (laughs) am. You're kind of like
1: taco from the league, because I'll I'll say this, you know, you didn't, you were kind of like dragging your feet a little bit, but now I get texts going, what's this guy like? You you get into it like this is, and and in the back of my head, I'm like, now he knows my pain. Now he (laughs) knows what we all go through uh, for this. But um, yeah, so that's the old booze and tug update, Uh, and now we're gonna move on to the first ever.
0: The Booze League Sports Report.
1: The first ever Booze League Sports Report. And we have a... The the story we're going to talk about today actually inspired doing the Booze League Sports Report. And I kind of feel, Otter, one of the reasons why I want to do this story is that I feel that a lot of listeners we have, some are on follow sports, many just drink. You have some in the middle who you know are both. Yeah, absolutely. And so they might have like had this 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 story might have been in their newsosphere, their booze-a-sphere, as it were. I just made up that word by the, the way. The substance sphere. Like, Look at me. So um, yeah, that's made up word. I got it. So um, but this one is about uh, a coach from the Miami Dolphins. We're talking about Chris, Chris Forster, uh, who is the O line coach from Miami Dolphins. He quit his position on Monday after a video was released on social media showing him snorting a white, powdery substance. I love how news organizations say white, powdery substance. Everyone's yeah, they like. Yeah, you can't just say flour? It's freaking Coke. Or powdered sugar? Yeah. <laughs> Booger sugar? I mean, like, we, Wait, all know, Coke. we all know. That's
0: a liquid. <laughs> it's a brown liquid that they call soda.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, uh, you know, the classy people drink over Pepsi. Um <laughs> This is his second season as the online coach there in Miami. His twenty fifth season in the NFL. This video surfaced on Sunday night. Monday, his resignation was turned in. He was out, and uh, his, you know, we're we're gonna play the uh, the audio. said the video
0: was taken Sunday night.
1: No, no, the video was released Sunday night. Released Sunday night. I'm guessing honestly that it was because the Dolphins won on Sunday. I'm guessing that this was before he went into the. Well, maybe not though. Probably after they won, they just did their thing. So it's probably taken in the days leading up to their um, their showdown in, on Sunday. So um, I'm, we're just gonna play the audio for you so you can get a taste <laughs> of what this guy did. And then and we're gonna we'll
0: have we'll have a link for like the actual video. Absolutely, our, we will on our stuff. Absolutely. Like and look, we'll text it to y'all.
1: I am never a guy who takes any type of pleasure in someone else's, you know. Uh, issues uh, or downfall or uh, problems, per se. Things. Uh, This is all of his own doing. So you know what? I'm going to kind of revel in a little bit. Um, And just to give a little context, he is sending this video um, to a prostitute that he believes that he got pregnant. Um, Well, you know what? And before we do this, uh, for those of you listening at home, open up your third round of beer this and, is
0: time for a little refreshment
1: and, and raise a toast to uh, Miami's cocaine coach.
0: Round three.
1: She Goes oh, wow, down so do easy, this beer. Yeah, so did she. Ping pong. Ping pong. Hey everybody, we're all gonna get away. We gotta watch that movie. We gotta do a uh, movie buzz about that. So Which movie? Um, Balls of fire. Balls of fury. Fury, thank you. The ping pong, Uh ping, ping pong. pong, yeah, yeah, with uh, Christopher Walken, Boy. yeah. That escalated
0: quickly. That's that escalated a really,
1: quickly. really underrated movie. I completely agree. Yeah, I 100% agree. But to um, not
0: get sidetracked or anything. No, no, no. no. We we gotta like I'm, you know. I'm ready for this little clip.
1: Okay, we all right. So, um, okay, so here is the actual. It's less than a minute long. Uh, I encourage you to listen along and I and look at the link that we have on our website about it. Hey Ben, miss you, thinking about you. How about me going to a meeting and doing this before I go? And there's those big grains falling, but I miss you. I miss you a lot. <laughs> what do you think? Crazy? Yeah. Oh, go, babe. It's gonna be a while before we can do this again. You when I do it, I'm thinking about how much I miss you, how high we got together, how much fun it was. So much fun. Last little bit before I go to my (laughs) meeting. Was that fucked up yet? You think? I think not. I wish I was looking this off your pussy. Whoa! (laughs) Scandalous! (laughs) Yikes! Uh, yeah, so that is.
0: So he was not smelling how good the pie. No, smells. no, no.
1: He he j- for those listening at home, uh, the video does not show him um with a nice bouquet. Um there's no pie. Um he's there's not- probably not even a fresh cooked pizza, is there? No, no, no fresh. Ugh. He's not um wine tasting, for instance. Um no. Uh he- <laughs> he's got some of that Colombian. He does and like if you look at the video, like it's not even a well well rolled twenty dollar bill. Like it's all like shabby. And he's got like shitty looking lines in front of him. And he's like making a video. And let's, let's be very clear about this. This guy deserves, in my opinion, no remorse or no uh, pity, rather. I mean, he, he did he it have to have remorse. himself. Exactly. He did it to himself. He's sending a video to his hooker, his pregnant
0: hooker girlfriend. We don't,
1: I don't think, eh. well, here's the thing is that she actually put the video up online. Um, And she says, the white people mad at me like I force blow down this man's nose and like I recorded it on the low. No, those were his habits, and he recorded himself and sent it to me professing his love. And on that Facebook post that she posted, the emoji next to it was the rolling eye emoji. I don't think he realizes how hookers work. Mm-mm. You give them money, and they pretend like they like you. And well, he
0: did say, like, I know you're going to keep that baby
1: Yeah, but and he also
0: said, "What did he say? Um, Was that a little bit?"
1: I know you're gonna keep that baby. It's the last time we're gonna do this in a while. Oh, and
0: then he was—he's also like, "Yeah, it's like all those times when we get high together."
1: I'm and I'm sure they did. So yeah, and I'm sure that getting high together probably for him sold the deal that oh, this chick actually loves me. Yeah. Whoa, what's up? Um, I I don't know what his end game was. Check
0: and see the fact that he probably. Bought all the drugs, and then that's why she was coming through.
1: I would guess that he probably bought everything. I mean he had, he got paid. Um, I'm pulling this like off the top of my head, but i I heard it on the radio a number of times. Um, I, I think it's like two and a half million dollars a year. It's got to be more than that. Well, he's an O line coach, so I mean yeah, he he has a like, contract over. Still
0: coaches for college make more than that.
1: Well, head coaches.
0: Uh true.
1: You know, head true. coaches. So, I mean, he's an O-line coach for... So, O-line
0: coach, That maybe that means now that he's gone, a Ajayi might be better.
1: Actually, I think he's more of a line. Oh, line coach. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, look <Line>. at that. <gasps> Let's get some of that. Every now and then, you come up with a good one, commissioner Every <laughs> thank now you, and then. Thank you, thank you. Few and far between, but... <laughs> uh, hey, you know what? I'm here. So, um... Yeah, but no, I think he's he's making somewhere like two point six or two point five million dollars a year over the course of a certain number of years that
0: that much money and that looked like the worst cocaine anyone's ever seen.
1: I for one do not have a an opinion on that. Um I, I mean know. anyone that's seen like any movie, especially that movie Blow. Well, I mean, everything looks better in the movies, right? I mean I could be wrong, but I guess I don't know. <laughs> Mm, it smells good. Oh, this this wine is, is just so. Oh, oh <laughs> does oh. this smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> hey, oh, oh, what is it? Is this a uh, a barrel aged saison? <laughs>
0: what is that sediment in there? <laughs> oh,
1: that looks. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. God damn, <laughs> that is amazing. So, anyways, the cocaine but cocaine <laughs> coach, <but laughs> the cocaine coach from the Miami Dolphins, but wow. Um, Check out the video. I'm I'm sorry. I got no I got no sympathy for this guy. <laughs> hey, how about this? Don't send videos of you doing illegal shit to your hooker. And you know, and he's not young. We're not talking a young guy here. So no,
0: not young at all.
1: You know, there is a, a little bit of shod and there. There's uh, you know, those big grains falling. Oh, oh, here. Oh, are you ready? Oh, hey, babe. There's those big grains falling.
0: Why does he say that so
1: sexy? <laughs> hey, babe. Here, zip. And there's those big grains falling.
0: <laughs> you know, my mother always did tell me, yeah. Every action has a
1: consequence. It does. <laughs> and this
0: dumbass.
1: <laughs> and and when he unzips his pants and drops his junk, he says, and "There's those big grains falling." <laughs> that's what he calls, that's what he calls his penis, right?
0: Lick, lick, lick my balls.
1: So, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, that's <laughs> that is. Uh, the cocaine coach I, I encourage you to look that up online on our uh, website because it's worth looking at even, even as a teachable moment so
0: it would kind of be a little I think I think it flows a little bit better but if the coach was from the Cowboys no offense to your team or anything
1: hey coach just,
0: just listen to this though the yes! cocaine cowboy kind of sounds a little better
1: cocaine cowboy
0: actually does sound it's, pretty it good. rolls off a little nicer
1: that actually that sounds like an independent film about something. Or even like a, a cowboy? Oh no, a country song? Oh, I don't know. Actually, that's the cocaine cowboy. You know what? Cocaine cowboy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well done.
0: Well done. Into that.
1: Hey. We drink. Hey, we drink. Dilly Cheers. Dilly
0: dilly. dilly. dilly,
1: dilly. Oh. oh yeah, that's good. And I think that, um, that vengeful spirit. I'm kind of feeling. Uh, a little, uh, a little empty here. You ready uh, for the next round here?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you, look, you look so sad. Uh, hey, brother. Uh, Why is all the rum gone? Your uh, your beer's empty. Where's that Earl guy? So sad. So sad. So we're going to move on here. Um, <laughs> we're getting our next round. Um, but uh, we're gonna move on from the cocaine. The cocaine coach.
0: Stay on target.
1: Um, oh, oh, shit! Oh, it's here! It's here! Everyone, if you're at home, uh, raise it up. It is now time for
0: round three.
1: I've never appreciated the German songs in the rounds more than in October. Ping pong. Get all. Get all coming. Boy, that escalated quickly. Um, I'm also going to point something out to us right now. Something that just happened. Something, something that is very, very sad. Did you hear what we just played? I did not. The round three. Mm-mm. Do you know why that's a problem? Because I was too involved in my beer? No, 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 no. I almost feel like I'm this guy right now. There's those big brains falling. Uh, <laughs> We're actually on round four.
0: Uh, did you play round three I again?
1: I am a dumbass.
0: Druby-eyed Tell us something children. we don't know.
1: I am just, uh, I am so sorry. Man. I don't know, man. I was banging seven gram rocks. Yeah, I totally failed on that one. Winning. So uh, we're actually on round four. So alright, audience, uh, finish
0: that beer that you just drank and now crack a new oh, damn one. Damn it.
1: It all seemed like I, I kinda like in the back of my head, I had this bit of deja vu here. Final round, everybody. Like, God bless you all for drinking along with us. Uh just finish whatever beer you have and go on to the next one. Um, consider us your enablers uh for the day. Final round. Never mind that shit. God damn it. Can you Why am I so terrible? <laughs> it's
0: all right. Sometimes you just can't help it, right?
1: I lose track. I just drink. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. You know what the problem is, is that it says final round on our on our.
0: Oh, lead. sure. Blame it on what you wrote.
1: No, no, no. But it says final round. And, and in my head, I'm like, I'm not done drinking. So why would I push that button? It's not final. So um yeah, so here we are. So we're moving on to the uh the next uh the next and final. I know what it says. God <laughs> damn it, otter. You know <laughs> this guy. Check out this mofo. <laughs> Male otters are called boars. I don't need to hear any more from you. Um <laughs> so we're moving on to drinking customs. So um Everyone who, I, I can guarantee if you're listening to this podcast, you have a drinking custom. And it might be when you toast somebody, you have to look them in the eyes. Or uh, there are some people when they take a shot, they toast, slam the, the, the shot glass on the bar and then take it. There There's a lot of things and, and we may or may not know where those came from. We just do them and we have no idea why. We just do them. We just do them. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, drinking customs now. Um, so
0: like, well, let's talk about Hungary. I am. Same. Uh, so in Hungary, you don't clink someone's glass during a toast.
1: So clinky clinky, as Austin Power says, no good.
0: Yeah. So the act apparently has something to do with the executions of the 13 martyrs of Arad or Arad, which took place in
1: 1849. I, I wonder what could lead to that to be bad. Pr- I don't tradition.
0: know. Maybe it's the
1: sound. I don't know. I, maybe maybe that's what um, inspired people. Are like, oh hey, oh you know they have these assassins. People are like you know doing the thing. They clink the glasses. That's like hey there they are. I don't know. Um, in Korea, never pour your drink until the elders' cups are full. So if you're young and all your parents are drinking, you got to serve them first. Which I don't ag- I don't disagree with. I, I I'm totally fine with that. Um, but someone else will pour that for you. They will let you know when it's time for you to drink, and then you have to hold your—you have to pour and hold your drink with two hands. Huh?
0: In, uh, in Japan, you pour everyone else's drink first, and then someone will pour yours. Which is where the whole sake thing
1: comes from, and that's uh, something I think a lot of people—at least I know in California—you know, pour every, don't pour your own sake is basically how it usually comes out. Um, But really, the the tradition behind it is pour everyone else's, and someone will pour yours. Must be nice. Russia. Let's go out to uh, Russia, comrade. This one can be kind of tough. Do not put your glass down if there's booze in it. You cannot set your glass on the table. And even once you've finished it, you still cannot put that glass on the table. You have to set it on the floor, which... If if you're drinking vodka, which Russians, when they drink vodka, they drink it like water. Yeah. If you're trying to do that with them, Crazies. you're going to be curled up right there next to your own glass. <laughs> but you cannot put your uh, glass down with booze in it, which would be, like, if we tried to do that during the, the booze cast here, I, I, I can't even imagine even trying. We don't that. have enough hands. We don't have enough hands, exactly.
0: <laughs> in, uh, in Denmark, you must maintain eye contact whilst drinking.
1: And I think that that... Might be where oh. might be where that came from.
0: Uh, could be. Oh, hey. So, yeah. yeah. Eye contact while drinking, it's considered a, a courtesy to the host.
1: In Germany, breaking that eye contact will bring you seven years of bad sex. Don't want that. No, no. Hey, hey, bud. Hey, <laughs> you're not looking at me? Bad sex. No, oh, geez.
0: Uh, in France, you never fill the glass over halfway full, and you only sip. You never drink before anyone. You never never drink before everyone has a glass. Again, if any any breaking these, and you get another seven years of bad sex.
1: Almost felt like that tradition's like, hey, you know what? Uh, you know what? Seven years of bad sex. What do you think about that?
0: Yeah, I don't like it. Okay, well, tough. Right, That's the is. punishment. <laughs> Turns out
1: we're now in that tradition. Uh, turkey. Let other people order for you it is considered impolite to order on your own. And that's kind of a crazy thought. Because,
0: like, let's hope we're with people that have the same taste as us. You, well, you hope. you With hope. some friend that all he drinks else? like, Bud Light. Yeah, he'll get a Bud Light. All right, fine. Well, uh, this, this jackass gets, like, well vodka.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, so either that's going to go really well, where everyone, like, really respects each other in order yeah. to the high-level stuff, or... You guys are just gonna be like lucky logger please yeah I oh, son of a bird
0: yeah uh, and one of my one of my favorite ones that I that I saw was uh, in Kazakhstan uh, they drink a thing called cumis which is a uh, alcohol derived from dairy products. Uh, whatever isn't finished is actually poured back into the bottle. Oh so talk about recirculation of germs
1: Wait so well even beyond that though if it's made out of milk it might go bad right? Uh, if you keep pouring it back in, better drink quick. So now we're fer- we're just fermenting. I guess it re I mean,
0: if it's alcoholic, I mean, I guess it just refer- re-ferments God, and I don't, then I don't just know. gets
1: stronger over time. I suddenly just got fascinated. With also, that it's kind of like, like it's kind
0: of like kefir, like the way it's like fermented from dairy. So it's not like it's not like what? milk where it gets. Are we
1: talking Sutherland? What
0: kefir? Like that that probiotic shit.
1: Oh, I thought we were talking the guy from Twenty Four. Yeah, no. <laughs>
0: And some other traditions, yeah, was just like, falling. I mean, uh, like, back in the old in the old rugby days in college, we had a, we had a couple of traditions of our own. Like, yeah. So, rugby, within rugby itself, it's probably the most brutal sport there is. I mean, you basically take football, you get rid of all of the padding, and you add continuous play. True.
1: Yeah. Uh, I know you've often bagged. That's why you don't like football. That's well, uh, not why I don't like
0: football. Really? I just have never been a football fan.
1: I thought you told me that, like you know, yeah, Well, it's not real. You know, I've I mean, rugby, no, it's know. not
0: as it's not nearly as tough as rugby, right? So I think like that's where that's coming. i I've, I've never I've never really been a football fan, but right, all, I mean, enough, I've I've you know. been I like college football. I like I like okay, I like you right. know, like USC has always been my team, but um, no. So with within rugby, it's like a you got like you got like the tightest group of players you can have, and they all are basically like barbarians on the field. So, in college rugby when I played for CLU, um I had like all those guys I pretty much all day like we drank, we mm. practiced, we pl- we partied and we conquered basically all together. If we we lost, we lost as a team. If we win, you win as a team. And I know everyone says that in every sport, but in rugby that's like you're like the everyone else on your team, you're like brothers basically. Band of brothers. So, exactly. So in college, we had this place called the Rugby House. That was a house where our captain and a few of the other guys lived, and that's where we did the majority of our partying. Um, the main rule, like the number one rule at this, like in our time at rugby, was uh, no drinking with your right hand. So when you play a game of rugby, um, rugby is a very social sport. So the home team always, after the game ends, the home team will host the visiting team for what's called a social, and you're supposed to go around, you're supposed to meet people, you're supposed to talk with people. Um, so you keep your you keep your drink, which was usually beer in your left hand, so that way you have your right hand free for shaking hands. If you get caught with your right hand holding a beer and someone comes up and cheers you, you gotta, you gotta down that drink right away. <laughs>
1: I think that To, the, a to couple the tune times of the,
0: why are we waiting? We should be <laughs> masturbating. Some drink, motherfucker, drink, you know, like so on so, so
1: they, on. So everyone in the party would sing that at you.
0: So everyone, yeah. And if no one knew what was going on, everyone joined in after the first verse. <laughs> and I remember one time, one of the rugby guys um, that didn't live at that house, just one of the other guys brought one of his friends. And it, we were super cool. Like, we welcomed everyone. Like, anyone that wanted to come party, come on and party. Um, One of the other guys, he brought one of his friends who brought a 12 pack of newcastle brown ale and i used to be a fan of newcastle but i'd not for a long time
1: one of my early beers that i was into is newcastle yeah but in uh, college about the time I it's passed not out,
0: it's no. not the best beer for chugging no so this no, guy this, this kid's friend he was drinking his beer in his right hand so my captain was even nice he was polite and he was like hey just so you know you're not allowed to carry your beer you carry your drink in your right hand that's the rules of the house it's the rules of rugby so this guy's like oh yeah for sure so he immediately puts it in his left hand well you know you like naturally the way you just carry yourself you have like your set mm-hmm. ways so like 30 seconds later his beer is automatically back in his right hand just not even thinking about it yep. so my captain like everyone's kind of looking at him he just goes up and taps his glass and his buddy his buddy that brought him like the guy from the rugby team that his friend it was like oh shoot man you can't do that so he's like what did i do what did i do and then we were like hey you got to chug it so i mean he was a man about it he chugged the whole thing like Mm. pretty decently quick so he reached into his 12 pack and popped another one right hand (laughs) and my captain again was like hey look right hand man and he's like oh yeah yeah, for sure so like 30 seconds later it's back in his right hand and i'm standing like you know i'm tall so i got long arms like I was standing within arm's reach, and I just reach out. I don't even touch the glass yet. I give him like two seconds to like save himself, and he doesn't do anything, and then I just clink it, and I'm like, uh, oh, there it is. That's another one done, and this is only a span of like one man, minute. that's just mean. Man, within the next five minutes, he was another four beers deep. I think with less than ten minutes, he was like six beers down. I mean, it could have been like 20 minutes,
1: but this Dude, guy. Dude, that could have been me. That could he have did have been, not learn. That could have been why I ended up leaning against yeah. a car in
0: the middle of the street. So, I mean, rugby, like, we hold our traditions like, like close to the heart i mean like we always do them we we always have them and like that was one of the traditions that i like i know all of the other rugby teams participated in too because whenever we would go to socials at like other schools they would they would have that same one and there were some ones that they had that we didn't have so they were probably more club specific but i know that drinking from your left hand only that was one that we kind of held true to like all of the different is there teams. one about pointing there is so like Um, during various rugby songs and rugby songs, that's like a whole nother, that could be a whole nother booze cast. We'll we'll
1: get there. Like that's a segment we will get to
0: basically rugby songs all have like the same chorus. So whatever it is, um, every different people will have like the next lines that they kind of make up in freestyle, so to speak. Uh So if they want to go next, they put their drink over their head. They don't pour it on their head. They just (laughs) put it over their head to signify that they want to go next. And then everyone else will acknowledge them and point with their elbow. So then I don't I don't know why they don't just like you know like hey I'm drinking with my left hand pointing with my right finger. Nope, you got to nope. point with your gotta elbow. be the elbow. And like who determines where my elbow is actually pointing? Because I know mine at the tip kind of like curves a little bit. So am I pointing like forty five <laughs> no, degrees? No, off to the your left, elbow's fine, or am bro. Am going straight? Hey, I don't I
1: don't need to deal with your elbow issues yeah. right now. No, your and one fine. other one,
0: probably one of the biggest ones, and this one's going to be quick because I know <laughs> we're running low on time
1: um shooting the boot shooting the boot shooting the boot you know what we have time for shooting the boot all right so i don't
0: know like how many of you guys out there have watched a rugby game or even played rugby itself um but there's a tradition within every team uh when you score um especially if it's your first time scoring that season you shoot the boot so what is shooting the boot you might ask so uh, it's a little little, what is shooting the boot Excellent question, Kamish. Thank you. So let's, let's talk about shooting the boot. Okay. So when I, when I went to Kalu, it was a little bit different than the adult league that I, I played for after. And uh, for Kalou, we, if you score, no matter what position you play, if you score a try, so a try is basically like the rugby version of a touchdown, only to score a try you actually have to touch the ball down to the ground, okay. which is kind of weird. How, why it's not called a touchdown, I don't know.
1: Every day I walk out of the house, my balls touch the ground. <laughs> Yeah,
0: because you're always <laughs> crawling out.
1: <laughs> lick, lick, lick
0: my balls. So uh, if you score at the social, you get awarded a shoot the boot. So when I went to CLU, it was legit our captain's rugby boot, like his cleat that he wore, and basically,
1: he well, well, and, and to be clear, w- wore that day um, for the game, or
0: it, it was usually it was actually usually his practice cleats ra- that or he would do
1: in use. But
0: they were me. in use; they were usually right, okay. his practice cleats. Um, or boots is what we call them in rugby, and he, mm. it would get passed around. So rugby boots, unlike most shoes or other cleats or whatever, they don't have like ventilation holes. It's like a solid piece of leather with like spikes on the bottom. So there's, you know, like no places where it can leak out. So it's passed around for contributions. And what contributions are, every player gets to pour a little bit of what they're drinking or eating into that boot. <laughs> oh, come on. So we had once one social where someone was eating a sandwich and they put like a slice of tomato in the boot. Oh, come on. And, like, you could pour, vin- like, whatever you want to pour in there. Vinegar, like, beer. It was usually predominantly beer, but there was still a lot of sweat soaked in that thing mm. and dirt and who knows crap. I don't know. Yeah. And then, basically, whoever scored was awarded this, and they had to shoot the boot, basically chug all this liquid.
1: Did they have to eat and, the tomato?
0: Um, I mean, if it galloped into their mouth, then, yeah, you oh, have to yeah, swallow it. Right, right. And then someone else would hold, like, a bucket underneath them in case things spilled. Then they would have to finish. They had to finish everything.
1: It was, it was, so it's a ritual yeah. mm-hmm. wow. so
0: for like the adult league that I played for um our our team was like called the outlaws, so we had a instead of having like a a worn rugby boot, we actually had a cowboy boot, so it hadn't been worn by anyone, but you still had a drink out of this cowboy
1: boot, which holds a lot more <laughs> I would guess yeah <laughs> cowboy boots are huge they're no joke <laughs> well we'll get into more of the um the rugby traditions guy. I really feel there's so much gold. Uh, there you know you, they
0: say half like more than half of the sport of rugby is drinking.
1: I and and this is why you have become the co-host of the Boozecast daughter. Um, but we'll get it. We'll soon. We will do a segment that's nothing but rugby traditions. Because yeah. I feel there's so much. We'll cool have there. a
0: we'll have a couple of cool guests on for that one for sure.
1: Oh, dude, you know what? Yeah, let's set that up. I'm I'm absolutely totally down for uh, that. well, you know, everyone.
0: I mean, no, sorry, No, no, you were saying,
1: go ahead, sir.
0: Thank you all for listening in. Uh, we hope you enjoyed tonight's episode as much as we did. Uh, hopefully you drank as much as we did, if not more. Again, if you've missed anything in the past, definitely check us out on iTunes, also iHeartRadio, and just our straight-up OG website, Uh Also, check us out and see what we're doing at Twitter and Instagram at Booze league. And if you're ever drinking something or you want to know anything about us, feel free to just give us a shout out.
1: And we are often doing in the next couple weeks, we'll be doing a number of live booze casts, giving away swag, doing a uh, contests, and a number of other things. So please come out and see those. We're at uh, five threads on Saturday, the uh, October, whatever the hell it is uh, in a few days. Um, probably fourteenth. The 14th. <laughs> 14th at 2 p.m. It's the day after Friday the 13th. Come on down, and uh, we'll see you there. And again, contact us, boozecast at Uh And cheers, everybody. Cheers. Autumn. Cheers to you, my friend.